Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CrossFit Kindred podcast. This is Vanna Trung. I'm co-owner of CrossFit Kindred. And today we're kicking off our series on getting your mind right. Uh, This is episode one of our mini series. And I thought you guys are probably tired of hearing me every single episode. So I decided, hey, let's get some real people on the show. And I have our two members from our gym. have John Pimentel. What's up, John? Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. And I have Tanya. Tanya Umaya, right? How how do I say your last name? Umania. Umania. I'm totally off, so I always say it wrong. (laughs) So I've been corrected on the podcast. (laughs) Well, they were gracious enough to join me and give up some of their time. Uh, For you guys who don't know who they are, they're uh, members in our 9 a.m. class usually. You guys sometimes hop around, take Mm -hmm. evening classes too. John kind of comes in here and hides out from his family. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, wife. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Pimentel. <laughs> he's in a safe place, though. He's not doing anything bad. <laughs> you know, he comes in in the evenings and decompress after uh, coaching and having a long work day, so... But, you know, that's what we're all about because CrossFit Kindred is a community. You know, we don't just work out. We're like a center where you meet friends, you start new relationships. And that's probably one of the advantages of having a gym as opposed to just having a place where you drop in, go in, work out. Nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. Here, it's, it's, it's about community. It's about network and just having that support because that's going to be a huge part in changing your mindset. Um, so I, this, I thought about having the series because... I feel like the majority of people struggle to change the lifestyle, not because of their their physical capabilities or incapabilities, but more because of their mental limitations, Mm -hmm. exactly. And all of us have uh, wrong ways of thinking or just subconsciously or, 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 you know, just unsubconsciously, these, um, these thoughts have built up in our mind over time, whether it's through our childhood, you know, traumatic events or just how we were raised mm-hmm. to thinking, you know, and um, just different insecurities and, 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 and lack of confidence that we have in different areas. And it, it kind of affects, you know, a lot of our lives in, in every way. Now, how it relates to fitness is, or just health, um, I think a lot of times we sabotage ourselves just because of what we think about ourselves. <laughs> Most of the times <laughs> we're like our biggest critic. Um, so today, I just wanted to kind of get you guys on the show and talk about your own experiences in, um, you know, changing your mindset. Because I, you know, look at the attendance and I look at the the eye test, the results. You guys have dramatically changed from the time you first came in. So I'm gonna actually uh, lead off with John because I don't think a lot of people know your story. So John, you know, kind of talk about what was your life like uh, before you started CrossFit, or just kind of like where were you before you started CrossFit. Yeah, sure. Um, I think before CrossFit, um, I was a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. And then um, I have uh, three boys, and for the most part, I was doing that. And then on the side, I was a referee, or I'm, I still do that. Yeah. And then I'm coaching, and then also um, just before, like two years, uh, like, like from 2015 to 2017, I was working at Stanford uh, part time. I was um, a, a recreation. Uh, manager and I was doing that in the evenings so uh, in terms of fitness level I mean I wasn't at where I am now but I also wasn't active at all because at that time my job at state I would 
you know, I would take care of my kids during the day. And then in the afternoons, you know, I would work from like three to 11. Wow. You know, where I would commute to Stanford and then work there three or four times a week. Yeah. And then so um, at that time, um, I was really developing some really bad habits, you know, in terms of my eating habits and in terms of uh, not working out and not being healthy. And what it led up to was uh, a visit to the doctor. And even though I, I went, I always go visit the doctor every year. You know, I was relatively, you know, good health, yeah. but uh, there were some certain patterns that was happening. Yeah. And it was uh, really my blood pressure. You know, my blood pressure was you know, increasing every year. And it was because, you know, I wasn't eating healthy and I wasn't as active. Even though I was, uh, you know, I was, I was playing volleyball once a week. And then, of course, you know, I'm, I'm active with my kids, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah. And then it came to a point in 2017 where I went to the doctor and then the doctor took my blood pressure and then he told me, he's like, hey, you're hypertensive. Wow. So you're already in the 150, 160s. Yeah. And then also my weight ballooned. So (laughs) where it got to a point where I was about 195 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was when I knew... And, you know, as someone, you know, who have kids who, um, and you want to stick around for your kids. Right. Um, it got to a point to where I had to make a decision and to where it's like, Hey, you gotta do something. And even though I was an athlete, I was an athlete in high school, I was an athlete in college, but I just wasn't consistent, you know, I mean, other than playing recreational sports and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, so, I just knew I had to do something. And then I heard about CrossFit, but, uh, you know, at that time, I only heard just kind of negative things about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I like, no, seriously. Yeah, I mean, what, I just, what was, what's yeah. some of those? Yeah. No, just, yeah. you, know, you, can get, you can get hurt, <laughs> right, or right, it's right. dangerous, or it's this, or it's that. And um, I never really did any research or anything like that, but I knew that in my mind, I had to change something. Yeah. And I think that's when I met you. I went to, and then I did some research. I went on Yelp, and then I did, and then I found out that there was a CrossFit gym about less about a mile away from my house. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, cool, right? <laughs> right. Like, but I, I just knew I had to do something because if I if if I joined 24, if I joined those other, and I did it on my own, I just I just know myself. Yeah. To where it's not gonna stick and. Yeah. I'm not gonna be disciplined enough to yeah. to just kind of get on a program to where I'm gonna be consistent. When was it when we first met? Was it 2017? 2017. Yeah. I remember. I mean, the you summer. were like the first 9 a.m. guy. Like I remember yeah. John for real. He was in class like by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I had a you're couple right. Sundays where I like yes. coach you by myself. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right, we were right, open right. Sundays back then. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. tried to get people in the gym. It was just like John. It was consistent. So I was like, <laughs> but I, we, we didn't care. He yeah. was here, so he was yeah. yeah. And I'm. I mean, fast forward today. You said you were 195. Um, yeah. High blood pressure, hypertension. Hypertension, yeah. yeah. So where are you you weight-wise today? Well, weight-wise, I'm now down to 167. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, initially, you know, my blood pressure, I mean, it's it's, it's going down. I mean, I still have to take uh, medication, but 
I was just one pill. Yeah, as opposed just, to as opposed to well, before I didn't take any medication. It was just, but it was just, it was just, high. it was dangerously yeah. high. Yeah. And so I had to make not only uh, physical changes in terms of my fitness level, yeah. but then also I had to, of course, my, my nutrition had to be a lot better. What, what did you do for your nutrition? I think, um, well, yeah, here, here's the thing, right? Because of my schedule, because yeah. of my work schedule, I was eating odd hours, and then also I was eating out a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then that was when I knew I just had to, to cut that out. Right. And then I think for me, portion portions <laughs> is a big thing. Yeah. And you know, just kind of limiting it to, to, to just a plate, maybe a plate and a half, maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't, you know, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, also no. I have a I have a bit of a sweet tooth. It's just, you know, like for me, like after dinner, I just need to have something sweet. Yeah. You know, just to kind of you know cleanse my palate and just something like that. And then I just, and then I have to limit that too. Okay, got it. You know, maybe just a little bit of ice cream here and there. <laughs> but you know, it's just kind of like my thing, right? Yeah. But it's just all about just kind of limiting. Stuff. But you made changes, yeah. and the, the did, changes yeah. that you made, I mean, you're down by a lot, you know, the eye test, looking at you physically, you look great from yeah. where you were, where you started, yeah. and just fitness-wise, I mean, now you're running with the best of them, <laughs> you out He's there with men, it. crushing it. Oh my god, um, I mean, you did the open far. twice, yeah. <laughs> you did our open, um, so we're gonna, you know, maybe you're gonna compete next. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, no, but what I'm, uh, no, what I really like is the just the the whole community aspect of CrossFit. Yeah. And the fact that the 9 a.m. crew is mostly mom and dads too. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's so, a good crew. So, yeah. so there's you know there's some connection. commonality there. There's, yeah. there's a connection there. Yeah. You know, so, <clears throat> and that's something that I didn't really anticipate. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I was going to go to the classes, and then I, I knew I had to be consistent, and I knew I had to, to, to I mean, to really, you know, um, you know, just get healthier. Right. But it was just a, a, an added bonus to just, you know, create relationships and get to know people and yeah. then get to know their stories and stuff like that. And then, you know, and then now it's like you, you create just new friendships, right? Yeah. And then... But also, there's a competitive level um, that's also that's kind of ingrained into it too, yeah. because you see other people getting better, you see <laughs> other people kind of pushing each that's other, true. and um, yeah. and they're getting better, and then they're getting healthier. Yeah. So that kind of you know motivates you, you know. So like, that's good. oh shoot, you know, men's doing this, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know that, yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, all right. I see I see you you know yeah. so yeah so you know you want to you also want to push yourself you know That's but awesome. but what what the cool thing is that um, there's this this, this this misconception that everything's RX or that you have to do RX right, it's like, right. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's where the education part comes in. Yeah. Right? Where people yeah. really know what CrossFit is about. Yeah. And it's about, <clears throat> and it's mostly really about scaling to your ability. It is. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. And just trying your best and then just, uh, just to keep improving on a daily basis. That's awesome. Know? Yeah. No, th- I love what you're saying. Yeah. And just that you guys know, I didn't pay him to say this. <laughs> <laughs> you are not being compensated for no, this, no, right? No, no, okay. No, no, no. Just want to make it out yeah. there, let the public know. <laughs> Thank you, John. All right. So Tanya, let's hear your story. I mean, we we featured you on a Instagram post, and it, you were so open and honest in your uh, written testimony mm-hmm. about where you were before you came to CrossFit, but you know, it'd be nice to hear it again on the podcast, just kind of giving the audience a little bit, a glimpse of your life yeah. before CrossFit, and uh, you know, where were you health-wise and you know, mentally, and just kind of your 
your story before CrossFit. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in all sincerity, I did grow up with my mom and my dad. You just um, hold it to you. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, both my parents actually were very athletic from yeah. the get go. So, um, ever since I was fourteen, I've been at a gold gym, like hitting weights. So I've been very active, but you know. Um, like you said earlier, you know, the way that you were raised, sometimes um, peers, family, um, trauma that happens in life, sometimes it takes you a different route. Yeah. And um, so I feel a little nervous only because, like, uh, I think it's only been now at the age of, like, 35 and 36 that I feel comfortable with, but still nervous, about being open about my life because yeah. I've always been a very private, very reserved person, very introverted, actually. Um, so before I started here at CrossFit Kindred, um, actually for five years, I abused alcohol for a very long, well, for five years um, on a daily. Like to me, that was functional and it was okay because um, for me, I just didn't want to deal with the emotions. I've even, um, even now I'm still trying to like get comfortable with accepting how I feel sometimes. Like, yeah. you know, if I feel sad or if I feel upset, you know, but um, uh, more so work in progress. Uh, but definitely, I think that's what, um, okay, so that's what brought me in. Sorry, my hand's like all shaky. Uh, that's what uh, brought me in because I had, um, I was abusing alcohol. I was actually, before I started abusing alcohol, I weighed 127. But when um, I came here, when I first stepped here, I was 210 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You were 127 and you got to 210. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then so, yeah. And I refused to work out. Like, even though my ex was like, he was a bodybuilder and he was all for me going back to work out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. But it's true what John said. Like when you go to a gym, it's different. There's something about it that it does, it does take like, um, a degree of personal accountability Mm -hmm. to be able to show up and do your work and sometimes depending on what's happening in your life maybe you're just not there and you need that extra push and so when I came here I remember I would just come in and get out because I'm like okay I got my workout out I'm good but you guys have been like so good like George was one of the first people that well actually Leonie then George were the first people that I met and they were so engaging almost like if it was like a a long time friend that you hadn't seen in like a long time and like where have you been and you're like i don't even know you they're like where have you been you know so it's like okay so it was fun and then of course you were very welcoming when i first talked to you and you know you were it was just very open very engaging and um initially i think it does take a little bit of you also to kind of as a person to open up a little bit and let people in your life and you get to meet a lot of great people and you know like um one thing yeah the one thing that's definitely um i have to say though that's the one thing that keeps me coming because i've tried doing the whole gym thing by myself i mean i was i used to run like a lot but then when i would go there i'm just like oh you know i like it's like that mental part of you that goes let me uh criticize things so i feel uncomfortable and i get myself out of here you know and that was the problem with going to the gym because if i would hear somebody grunting i'm like oh i hate the way that person grunts i'm out of here you know or you find excuses yeah just kind of get out oh yeah the process. oh yeah. yeah and your mind's pretty good about making you feel uncomfortable in places just because 
you don't want to be there and you'll find a reason not to be there but here's kind of like no like if you feel a certain way george will be like nope i know you can do better or leone's like no come on let's do it. you know everybody's got like every single one of you guys have your own personality but it's still very engaging and very supportive yeah. and very like loving supportive and <laughs> you know and it's just like really nice and then you know like john said you know you do um there's parts of you when you see other people improving that you're like oh man that's pumping me up like i gotta get better and then there's the part that i think you know crossfit has brought out in me where uh you know i'll sit here and i'm like i can't i can't and then i'll tell myself we're here we showed up and that's something that darlene actually said to me and i'm just like mind blown she said (laughs) the fact that you show up that's a victory and i'm just like that's that's true just showing up and you know giving it because there are times (laughs) (laughs) i know she's so good at it um and so that's the part that you know when you're here and you're like i can't i can't and you just tell yourself i showed up that's the best thing that i did for myself today so let's do something even trying it's enough yeah. and you're like okay and you feel good about it and yeah. then you push and then that you know like i get inspired by others because i think you know i love hearing everybody else's story regardless of the degree of it it doesn't matter that's yeah. their personal experience yeah. exactly so um i love hearing other people's stories and and the effort they put in and and the things that they do and and the things that they accomplish like part of you always goes i can't do that there's no way and when you do it you're like why did I tell myself I couldn't? And then, you know, it's just like it's in you. And I think I think it's in everyone to be able to, you know, you have your own degree. And, yeah, some, some people get a little bit of an extra bonus, genetically speaking, you know. Right, right. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't. It right. just means, you know, you may take a little bit of extra work here and there, but that's it. Yeah. And you can do it. I think it's just, like you said, men- mentally-wise, you there's that degree of personal accountability that has to be there. And yeah. yeah, Tanya, you are down. Wait, how many pounds are you down today? Oh, I think I'm 140 pounds now. Oh, so. oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm saying it was like 75 or something. You're no. down 140 pounds. Uh, well, I'm down to 140 pounds. Okay, so I don't know what is that. I wish so I was. <laughs> you're at 210. I was at 210. Yeah. Yeah. 210 wow. down 140. Wow. Wow. Dang, wow. that is a lot. Yeah, that's 70 pounds. You're yeah. like a new person. Yeah. yeah. She's down like <laughs> she's down like a whole person. <laughs> a whole half a person. You said so many nuggets, you and John. because um, you guys t- touched a lot about community and what keeps you motivated. You know, just I think I think what's unique is that, you know. Like us as owners, like Leone and I, when we bought the gym, our whole thing is like, first of all, we love the mission statement. Uh, so shout out to Jeff and Cindy, the original owners. Mm-hmm. They created the mission statement and we never changed it. And our mission is to inspire and rekindle. Uh, or our, our mission is to create a caring community to inspire and rekindle your passion for fitness and for life. And we always tell our staff that the most important like word in the entire mission statement is caring because like if if you don't care for people like well why the hell are they here like if we don't care like why the hell are people here because mm-hmm. they can go to 24-hour fitness and pay 20 dollars and just go work out mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like we're not here just to to create you know we're not here just to sell you memberships or sell you stuff like we just we want this we want 70 pounds down we want people to get off medication we want you know people to fight hypertension get out you know have not have to take their medicine for diabetes. And we have a, a system 
at a service that can really help people. So just hearing you guys say that, um, it does inspire you because if you just go and do it by yourself, you just, no offense, like you probably wouldn't get there, you know, and that's even for, with me. Um, but one of the things I love that you both talked about is really opening up and getting to know people. You know, and you talked about like that was just kind of like the cherry on top for you. You weren't expecting that, but you were able to develop that relationship. You know, you and just seeing how you have flourished, building those friendships up and getting new connections, new friends. Um, that is part your friend, the people, the, the environment and also you, because if you never took that initiative to open up, you never showed up or you show up and just leave, it's just, it's kind of harder to make those relationships. So, I mean, obviously, I'm saying this, and if you're listening, I'm not saying, like, oh, trying to make you feel bad about not having friends or anything (laughs) in the gym. (laughs) But we do want to encourage you, uh, you heard from John and Tanya both, and not just from me, is that, yeah, your change is actually tied up in having friends that can help you and push you and get you support that you need mm-hmm. uh, because that has a big effect in your success. Um, so, I, I mean, I think the mindset you have to take on when you hit a roadblock or plateau, because what I also see is that people get gung-ho when they first start mm-hmm. and then they hit a plateau or something like that, right? Um, and you both have been in the gym like almost two years now. So that's that's a huge, that's actually a big milestone because um, like the 12 month mark is kind of like, uh, kind of like where people like start getting bored or they fall off. So I think what kept you going, uh, maybe you're, when you hit the 12 month mark, you're not PRing as much because you kind of like, you know, know your way around the gym already. But you know, what kept, what kept you going um, into your second year and, you know, hopefully beyond <laughs> well I think I think for me was um, uh, well for, let me let me say this um, you know the you were talking about the plateau and I think at, at some time during I think maybe the first year or maybe towards the end of the first year I did plateau a little bit yeah um, but I was and still and you sure. got a plateau just so you guys yeah. know you're okay. not going to PR every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to PR every day <laughs> and as you get into CrossFit more, it is gonna be it's gonna be harder to PR because yeah, you're gonna find that limit, right? But you, but you're saying no. But I uh, I think the one thing that clicked for me was um, I think you did that uh, end of year thing. Yeah. You know where you were? It was kind of like the stats of who was. I did the P- attendance and the, the, the attendance and yeah. the PRing and then. When I saw my name number one for something, I, f- I forgot what I it was. I think you had the most PRs in the. I like for the most yeah. PRs. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I, 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 I didn't even that 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 thing didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Okay. You know, until awesome. you 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 brought those stats, I'm like, yeah. All right, and then because it was at the end of the year, and then you guys were talking about goals. And so I just kind of took an inventory as far as, okay, so what did I do this past year that I was good at? And then what was I, what can I improve on? You know, so that's when you, that, then that's when you guys start posting the goals. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, so let's, let's write down what, you know, what, what I can do. What, what, what can I do now? Yeah. And then what we can improve on. You know, so that kind of keeps me going. That's kind of like an internal Good. flame that just yeah. kind of, you know, like keeps me going. You know, so, and, you know, just other things, just seeing other people improve and 
just having that that inner motivation to just improve on a certain skill right? yeah yeah you know so like before like overhead squats was like like just just doing the bar was so heavy yeah you know I, I remember when we did the the first open and I was just doing the bar and that was I was getting winded I'm like <laughs> This is just a bar, <laughs> you know? But then yeah. now it's just kind of slowly and steady. It's like, oh, okay, and then I'm making gains. And I yeah. see that I'm making gains. Yeah. And then just recently, I got on the wall, you know, doing yes. hands. Yeah, going, that you know, was doing yeah. So, like, just, you know, just really improving and just kind of working at it. And I think the main thing is just, just being consistent. Um, nice. I think that's the main thing. And you know you you when, when you're making gains and you're making goals, but it, but then also you want to go somewhere where, you know, people know you and people are pushing you mm-hmm. and and you know you're getting a lot of support. Yeah. You know, so I think that that's also part of it too. Mm-hmm. You know, where you have good coaches and coaches know you, coaches know what buttons to push, and. Um, you know, and then you're, you're seeing your gains and then there's statistics that you can see. Yeah. And, you know, so. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> just to, you mean, each person is different, of course, yeah. right? Right. You know, but for me, that's that kind of what keeps me going. And just kind of seeing, you know, just, just regular athletes. Yes, there's the, you know, the CrossFit games and the 1% of the 1%. Seeing <laughs> right. those guys, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But, but really, it's the... It's it's most of us the ninety five percent the ninety seven percent yeah that's just you know doing their best to just improve and then get healthy mm-hmm. you know I think I think that's the main thing. All right, that's awesome. Thank you, John. How about you, Tanya? What keeps you going? Because you've been here for two years now, and mm-hmm. you know after that plateau, what, what keeps you going and staying here? Well, what keeps me going is that I know that. I know that I'm going to have my good days, my good weeks, and my bad weeks, and my bad days. And just knowing that I'm a human being, and it's okay to have those bad days. But again, as long as you're showing up, like John said, consistency, just keep coming in. And eventually, that plateau won't be a plateau anymore. You just have to keep carving at it. Just keep going at it. Um, But for me, it's just mentally speaking, spiritually speaking, it's and physically speaking it's just keeping me healthy it it keeps it gives me something to look forward to even though like i know if i'm having a bad day george's gonna be like pick up that way you know like you know you're like shout at me but i know it's coming from a place of love because you know like everybody like especially the coaches and even the people that you work out with like they support you and they know if you're having like a crappy day you can always come here and you're gonna get that support you know and so that's another thing that i think is missing in um, the equation of a lot of other places it's just having that support um creating relationships but for me it's definitely um it's just food mentally and spiritually and physically for me and it's i would prefer to do this and to be out there not dealing with my emotions in a healthy way because i feel like when i'm here like I hate grunting or making noises but sometimes when I'm sitting there and I saying I can't I can't I can't I just tell myself just shut up and do it and then you'll be fine and so it just helps me mentally to shut down that part of my French that crap committee and you know to f- kind of let them know no I can and there's a reason why and like you know like John was saying seeing the statistics and the things that you've accomplished you're like 
I was there and like John said, you know, you were lifting the bar. You're like, what the? F- I'm winded with the bar. What the hell? Now you got weights on. Yeah, you now you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so seeing the progress, I think, pays off so much, and it just keeps you coming back, even if you just plateau. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still doing better than you did yesterday. Awesome. So. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You guys are, first of all, you guys are awesome. Thank you for doing this. I just want to recap what you guys were saying about uh, what keeps you motivated and what keeps you going is like setting healthy goals, even if it's small goals. Like we, we try to push you this year to set a goal. And if you didn't do it, no big deal. You can still do it now, either if you're, your journal or something um, that you could write on. I say post it up. That's why we post it in the gym because sometimes we forget. So you can go back to the gym and say, wow, that's my goal. I hit two of them. I hit one of them. Or I still got other goals to add on there. So it always is a constant reminder because accomplishing a goal like getting on the wall, you know, mm-hmm. for, for some people looking from the outside in, like it's like such a small thing. But it's a huge thing, mm-hmm. you know. Even for me, like it took me years to get on the wall. <laughs> it took me. Yeah. I mean, like it took me almost two years. Yeah, it took just me. Just to get on years. the wall. Exactly. You know, and then in the beginning, in the beginning I was like, Oh man, that's just too you know, hard. That's just, yeah. too, that's just <laughs> yeah. impossible, yeah. you know. And then just kind of slowly and surely, and then just and then it happened, you know. And uh, I was just I was I was really surprised at myself too. Yeah, and, you know, just kind of like. Oh, wow, I didn't know that I was capable of doing it. I, I love that because that's what we're here for. It's like when you overcome a fear, it instills so much confidence in you. And as us, as owners, as, as coaches, um, I know Leone gets so excited, like, when she sees an athlete, you know, does something, you know, all the coaches. Like, it's just, for me, it's just refreshing to see them celebrate you guys. And that's one thing I do want to say is that it is our culture. We you're celebrated, not just tolerated. Like, we don't just tolerate people here. Like, like we celebrate you. <laughs> yeah. Celebrated, not just tolerated. You know, um, <laughs> we all have a level of tolerance. We all tolerate each other. It's a community. We're all humans, like you said. But we take it to another level is that we celebrate. We have a culture of celebration. And I try, and uh, Leonie does a great job of trying and pushing all the coaches. They they hit the PR gong, and they're sometimes like right in your ear. And I'm like, can you wait till I walk away from the PR gong? I'm going deaf here. But when you get that yellow star, you know, it's celebrated. Hey, John PR, boom, Tanya PR. It feels great. It instills your confidence. Because where in the world are you getting confidence? And that's what makes it different here. It makes it special here is that, yeah, you're paying more than a 24-hour fitness, but you're getting more too. You know, it's that saying, you get what you pay for. Um, You're paying nothing. You're not really going to get much. But if you're paying not just financially, but you're paying in terms of your time because you guys are here like four or five days a week consistently five days you know and I like to say that I do want to say statistically over the last two years the people that have made the most gains have been the five days a week but why it only makes sense right because you're here five days you know three days works if you are supplementing the three days with something else um, but, you know, for the athletes that are in three days, you know, I would say, you know, if you're not supplementing with another type of like training, then I would advise like, hey, if you want to change, you want to uh, get some results, I would say level up and try to look for ways to 
and upgrade your membership or just talk to us you know schedule some time with leon and i we definitely want to talk to you guys some of you guys are in classes that we're not at but that doesn't mean we don't want to see you it doesn't mean we don't we don't want to talk to you we definitely can schedule some time we can call you on the phone we can discuss class programming which classes you should take how you can strategize your time better um, there's different ways for us to be a, a resource for you remember you're paying for this community you're paying for this access so use every part of the community to your advantage so that you can sit accomplish your goal and then next one of the major things is just show up you know if you're hitting a roadblock if you're hitting a roadblock but you're hitting a roadblock and you're not here you're never going to get over the roadblock so you have to just show up you know i have my bad days (laughs) you can ask george it was one class i literally threw the jump rope against the wall (laughs) and he was just like please yeah, Vanna, you had a bad day. Don't do that anymore. Don't just don't don't do that anymore. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I had a really bad day. Um, but double unders frustrate me. I'm just like I freaking hate double unders. God dang it! I feel like a uncoordinated penguin when I do these damn double unders. But it keeps me motivated because I'm like I have to do this because I want to get better. And then for me, it just is a level of like confidence that I do get if I strive for something. It's always, it's always better to have goals, even if they're small goals, than to have no goals. Because if you have no goals, life becomes just like mundane and like stupid. So to me, it's like, all right, well, my goal is double unders to be really efficient at it. And if I know if I can achieve double unders, then I can achieve my goal of closing X amount of deals this year for my job. So that's kind of how my mindset works is that these small goals give me motivation and momentum for the big goals. Yes, like you said. Keeps your self-esteem up, keeps the confidence up. Because you have these little, like, wins that are just like, yeah, I showed up today. And I showed up and I actually PR'd. I showed up and I got on the pull-up bar. So these things... You got on the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then lastly, I would just say... Um, Give yourself some time uh, to get there, right? Because a lot of times we just want things to happen overnight. And just watching YouTube, um, it happened in two years. And then you, you did have a lot of progress in just one year. And you think about it, it takes patience, but it's not going to take forever, right? So if you don't give up, there's a lot you can accomplish in two years. So you could be that person that you know, maybe you started two years ago and you're kind of in the same cycle because you, you're not consistent. Um, it's okay. You're still alive. You still have time. So I'm not saying it's the end of the rope for you. But just look at it. You're still in 2019. It's April. You still got time. So by the end of 2019, if you have your goals and you haven't accomplished it, you know, buckle down and just keep coming, keep showing up and being consistent. Um, so that's all we have to say. Any closing thoughts, Tanya, John, any last words you want to say? Last 10 words you want to say to anybody? Yeah, I think I said it right before the we started. I said, you know, if you have like your crap committee, you can fire them and just tell them, you know what, you can tell me no. But the progress speaks for itself. So just keep showing up. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think just to just to pick up on that, I think just being consistent yeah. um, uh, is, is, is the main thing. But then also, you know, going to a place where you're appreciated and people support you and um and they're giving a lot of time to to help you improve i think that's that's uh, that's really a cool thing 
You know, like you, 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 you told me earlier today that you that I come here. I come here because I like to come here. Yes. You know, I like. And, <laughs> I, I appreciate you know, that too. And yeah, and and because you know, it's like Cheers, right? Everybody knows your name, right? So <laughs> we're dating ourselves. Half yeah, of them don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. So Cheers was a show back in the day. Yeah, it was back a bar, in the day, it was and a everybody bar, knew yes. each other's names. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's why. That's why. I, I, you know, after like a. a a long day's work, and then I just like okay. Even though I already did the, the the workout in the morning, I just want to see, you know, what what other people are doing. So, but yeah, I wouldn't come here if I didn't like it. I wouldn't come here if if you know if I wasn't getting anything out of it. You know, so but yeah. That's awesome. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. High five. Close out the show. Thank you guys for listening over there. And that means get to the box. Be consistent. All right, we out. Bye. Have a good day. <laughs>